Hello and welcome back to the newly named It's Ori Mark. I'm going to introduce myself this time. I'm Logan Hutchison, aspiring broadcaster, journalist and former fanatic. I'm here with Paul Wilson, director. Uh, how are you today? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, we've been overwhelmed by the support of the first podcast with Matt Aitken. Um, it was a lot of fun to do. We're here today with Captain Craig Slater. Craig, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Everything's all good. So, yeah, Thursday up at Fawthorn, sun's shining. Well, I don't know about that. I'm absolutely Baltic. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, Craig, you started your career at Kilmarnock. What was it like coming through into a Premier League team? Brilliant. Uh, I was at St. first, then went to Kilmarnock. Um, went there and there was a lot of good young players at the time. And thankfully, quite I think it was five or six get through into the first team and um, sort of kicked on for the So that was great, great environment, good coaches, um, good people at the club. And then you went down south as well. What was that experience like for you? Brilliant, good life experience to go down there and try it. Um, always wanted to go and try somewhere else, um, and obviously went down there and had a real good, you know, first sort of year and a half, and then had a bad injury, um, and then came back up the road. But no, I loved it. Loved my time there, and staying just outside London as well was was fantastic. You've played for some really big clubs, Kilmarnock, Park Thistle, St Mirren as well. You mentioned. Who do you reckon is the best player you've played with? Uh, it's a hard one. I, I, we actually were talking about this in the car on the way up a couple of times. I'd say just on sheer ability, probably um, a guy that was at Kamarnock, Alex Yerimenko. Um, what a player. Um, some of the stuff in training was an absolute joke, don't get me wrong. He didn't do a lot of running, I probably don't know he's running, but uh, <laughs> what, what, what a player technically to learn off of him. He was fantastic, both feet. See, Matty was telling us last week his favourite players are the players that do all the running for him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to say that Matty also mentioned in training somebody really good feet, so it's, uh, <laughs> but it wasn't a Ukraine, so. <laughs> That was nice of him. That was funny, funny and Keith's got mentioned. So. Who's the best player you've played against? I, uh, there's been a few good ones. Van Dyke when he was at Celtic was unbelievable. Um, then he played directly up against him. I would say probably directly up against we played for Scotland twenty ones in France in the Euros twice, and our midfield was Rabio and Tiliso. So uh, Rabio had me on absolute toast. <laughs> um, actually, funny, I chased him. Must have been chasing him for ten minutes, trying to get the ball right in front of the dugout, and then I've managed to like, fall on top of him. <laughs> and he's uh, get up and gave me a wee condescending like pat, pat, pat in the head, and then he said something like, "Why you tackle me?" And I thought, "It's a game of football, and he try and tackle somebody, and they get trying to get close up." He was good. Uh, it was uh, loads, loads of good plays. Well, if someone's gonna run you around. It might as well be a World Cup player. Ah, that's it. You meant to play. But Van Dyke, that's a massive name. You obviously playing in the Premier League for a long time you've come up against some really good players what was the best team you'd say you've played against? Uh, right away obviously you'd probably go towards the best team in the country at that time Rangers were in the lower leagues as well so probably Celtic were obviously were really good um, to be fair Aberdeen's side at the time were, were very good as well um, like I said Hayes, Rooney, Shinny um, that sort of era Kenny McLean good players um, but Ah, your Celtic team was always strong, um, but no, I was always competitive. We always hung in there and done all right. Um, I think probably one of the reasons I wanted to try elsewhere because we were in a relegation battle every year. And it was tough. It was tough to try and sort of certainly, you know, we're on the back end of a few tough results. So, um, I it was an opportunity to try and go elsewhere. But I love my time. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Well, a couple more recent things. Am I right in saying for for your first part-time club? Aye. Uh, 
first part time club so it's been a wee bit of difference but I loved it absolutely loved it since I've come in people at the club and how it's run has been fantastic obviously we know the main difference is you're in twice a week training at nights as well but what what is the biggest difference about playing part time at this level? Uh, I think that I think the biggest thing for me and the hardest thing for me is probably not seeing the boys all the time like you like to come in and have a laugh and a joke and that time's cut short but the time that we are here you know standard wise in terms of training and um, people being at it it's good um, no too much difference obviously you lose a couple of sessions for being full time but no there's not too uh, many dis- um, you know there's not too many differences I would say that the way that the, the clubs run here as well is, is fantastic like I said before the way that they treat you um, there's food after training and stuff like that training like after you so no, it's, it's been great for, for any part-time team. Um, I certainly, uh, certainly think Fofo's got a, a great name. What would you say is your best moment in your career so far, Craig? None. Uh, <laughs> nah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I, I probably can pinpoint one moment off the top of my head. Um, I think it's where we just try and play at the highest level we can. And, um, for me, it's been disappointing at times, bad injuries. Um, but for me, I just, you know, I just love my football. I love and breathe it doing a bit of coaching now and I football's your life um, so while I'm doing it it's, it's the best job to, to be out there and playing a Saturday and you know you kind of beat that um, it's been great and, and hopefully it continues You're involved in the women's football aren't you? I, uh, doing a bit at uh, Motherwell so yeah. it's been great and uh, as I said just any level of football I just love being on the pitch and um, obviously working with the girls as well it's been it's been an eye opener for me as well I'm always learning um, so it's been great <coughs> learning under good people as well at that club um, but the attitude of the female players has been unbelievable like, I couldn't mm. believe it um, how professional they are and how much they want to train and for me like, doing a bit of coaching and you just want to give them a bit as well and, and give it my all we, we found out even with the community trust because 4 for Farmington being 4 for women's team mm-hmm. that's involved it's just snowballed since even England you know, winning the Euros it's just it's going on again and oh, it's massive it's absolutely massive and it's just, it's just people wanting to play, play the game which you know yeah male or female who cares it's, yeah. it's, it's um, people want to play the game that we enjoy and um, enjoy watching um, and certainly you know it's been, it's been a good experience you know obviously working in the men's game and working with young um, you know young men as well um, within the academy as well and, and then the girls side as well so it's good to have a, a, a sort of all round experience which is it's only going to help me yeah. <coughs> Craig you've come into forefront and you've been given the captaincy How, what is it like to take on the, that role uh, t- to be honest it's kind of it's been an easy transition I've always been I wouldn't say I'm the loudest but I like to set standards and you know well, uh, to be honest uh, whoever wears the armband I think maybe they're at the forefront I because of the captain maybe you know it's, it's a set title but for me it, it doesn't really matter there, there should be three, four, five captains within a change room that are going to demand standards or whatever so for me I obviously I wear the armband but it doesn't change my role with anything um, you know I want to try and help the younger players and, and try and push on and try and push the team on as well so Is it hard to, to have that role when things aren't going quite so well? Uh, no but I think I think as well it's just important to keep doing your job properly like whatever it is, is whether it's away for here or here or represent the club whatever needs to be done it's important that you know you do it to your best whatever you do in life you've got to do it to your best ability so no um, tough results you know obviously it's no easy this year been you know diff- difficult moments at times but I'm a fairly positive person as well and always looking forward so you know I know that 
it can change quickly in football and, and um, both ways works both ways so no it, it's, it's, it's not too hard to be honest I'm quite a positive person well this is a bit that might have got Matty in trouble uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a section called teammates so I'm sure you know how it works we're going to ask you questions and you're going to tell us which teammate applies um, it. So, it has to be quick um, answers because Matty's stalled a few times. Who has the worst haircut in the squad? Uh, worst haircut? I'm not doing my worst quick fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a few. Smokey, Smokey. I have to buy it. Uh, uh, sorry, I can't believe I never came to me. Dumb and Dumb, have you ever seen it? That sort of bone cut goes straight across and it's like a zero in the back side and like a, a 66 in the top. So I go Smokey. Who has the best and the worst banter then? Best banter? I'm a big Still Game fan. So there's two guys in the squad that love Still Game, could rhyme off every single thing. One being Andy Monroe and one being Mark McCall. Three years, just everything refers back to still game. So good bit of banter there. Um, worst banter. There's a few people with nay banter. Some boys <laughs> don't even speak to you. Um, try to think who's getting worst banter. Um, Thomas Brindley got in the neck from. Uh, I well, I, tra- I travel with Tam. Tam doesn't say a word in the way up. <laughs> if you stop at a Starbucks, he'll sing like a canary man. He is honestly he turns into a different guy. So Tam, I maybe go with that. That's maybe a carpet. But <laughs> <laughs> who is the most skillful in the dressing room? Most skillful. Um, it's 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 not Tom because he runs in straight lines. Um, <laughs> I'm like in Tom. Um, now I'll go. You're probably looking at a winger type player, striker. Um, I maybe go a Fanny or something like that. Fanny, um, there's a few good players out there to be fair. There's good, good boys in the change room. Um, I just have to tap my back. Maybe Fanny. Steph's got a bit as well. Steph's got, Steph's got a, a good bit. Fanny's getting a bit of a reputation on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, most likely to get nutmegged. Most likely to get nutmegged. Um, Andy Monroe all day, he's not getting the definition of that, he's not getting the move. Biggest wind-up merchant? Biggest wind-up merchant? Um, <laughs> there's a few. Uh, Rick Eats, he's good banter. Rick Eats, he's good, he's always a, a laugh and a wind-up. Um, I travel with him and always doing stupid things on the way up the road. Um, fun enough, actually, at Dundee United. We used to travel up together, there was tours there and tours back. And, Keats used to go and stop off and where you going? You go and get a pack of eggs and <laughs> hit people in the way him. So, um, <laughs> one of these guys. <laughs> uh, who has the worst dress sense? Worst dress sense. Smokey's trainers are always done. I know gear that. Um, Mark McCallum's always baggy. It's <laughs> a bit three sizes too big. So, I uh, two of them are probably not not the best. Uh, what's been your best moment in a forfeit shirt for so far? Sorry, I'm just completely changing the, the topic. But uh, Best moment in a forfeit shirt? Um, difficult one. Um, I don't know, I have to say off the bat. Probably last year when results were going well, um, certainly towards the end of the year, I thought we were going to get promoted. Obviously, it never happened, but um, they were good times. Good, we were on a good run, good habit of winning games as well. and. Um, and I, that was a good, good period. If you could play with any centre mid beside you in world football, who would it be? Growing up, um, used to watch Stephen Gerrard. You know, could dictate a game. Could they probably run, 
run forward, score goals. I think in that Liverpool side, he would grab him with his cuff and at times and he could do a bit of everything. Um, unbelievable player. If I could play with him, well, I'd be doing well. Don't get me wrong. Um, ended up playing with Jamie Hamill at times, so I was a wee bit of a wee bit of a guy just tackled. So, um, aye, no, listen, Steve Gerrard was unbelievable. unbelievable. It's not a bad shout at all. Uh, Paul, anything you like to add? Uh, no, Stevie Gerrard didn't make my four for eleven team either <laughs> as we were doing earlier. But yeah, no, I think great. Thanks very much for coming in. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to It's Only Marts, and a massive thank you for, to Craig Slater for joining us. Myself and Paul will be back for more in the not-so-distant future. In the meantime, enjoy your football. Please like, subscribe and share the podcast if you enjoyed.